It's a great rarity to come across someone who doesn't have a favourite Beatles song, and perhaps an even greater rarity to meet anyone who doesn't like any song by the Beatles. Because of that, you might expect their catalogue to be on every producer's request list for a movie, TV show or commercial. There is such a feel-good factor about their music that the inclusion of their songs could only be of benefit. The fact is that although Beatles songs are high on the request list, they're just not in the finished product. So instead of the likes of this... Close your eyes and I'll kiss you Tomorrow I'll miss you Remember I'll always be true You're just as likely to get this. Now, both those songs are readily identifiable, and that is part of the challenge when it comes to music and film. You see, there really are only two types of music and film, music composed specifically for the movie, or music that has existed prior to the movie being made. Using music that already exists is a very difficult prospect, because you're choosing it for one reason. You're expecting the audience knows the song, and you're using it as a device to get them to that emotional place you want them to be for the scene to work. You ain't nothing but a hound dog There are 50 songs used in Forrest Gump and each one of them is included for emotional reassurance. Cinematic comfort blankets, doing nothing other than reinforcing the feeling we're already getting from the pictures. Admittedly, it's tough to do otherwise, because to do otherwise is to loosen the attachment the audience already has with the song. Loosen it too much and the audience might disconnect altogether. The filmmaker takes the song and puts it in a new context that they hope is familiar enough for the audience to accept. The difficulty there is that the audience is being asked to redefine their relationship with the song. However, that can be a good thing. Think of how Tarantino regularly rifles his vinyl connection, most recently for Inglorious Bastards, where he played David Bowie's version of Cat People over images of Melie Laurent as she prepared to kill Hitler. Anachronistic, of course. I mean, we all know that Hitler did not die in a Parisian cinema. But by using a pop song recorded in 1983, only underlines that Tarantino was once again doing his postmodern ironic thing. See these eyes so green. I can stare for a thousand years. So long. 
But it is curious that of all the pop music written by pop bands in the last 50 years, by far the most popular band of all, the Beatles, their work appears so seldom. The simple truth is this. The surviving members are constantly approached, but they say no almost every time. The next option for filmmakers is to compromise and suggest that they use a cover version instead, which for me is like asking for silk and settling for polyester. Which is the reason why we won't be spending any time talking about Julie Taymor's film Across the Universe, or the equally disastrous 1978 movie It's wonderful to be here, it's certainly a thrill Good Lord. OK, let's listen to what Wes Anderson had to do in the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaum bought the house on Archer Avenue in the winter of his 35th year. Over the next decade, he and his wife had three children, and then they separated. And what Sam Mendes did at the end of American Beauty. Just as an aside, John Lennon lifted the chords of Because straight out of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Anyway, the man who ran the Beatles' Apple Corps for almost 40 years, Neil Aspinall, knew that licensing out the songs would dilute the band's brand. So by and large, the cinema has been a Beatles-free zone, and as the years roll by, Aspinall's decision has been proven correct. Familiarity breeds contempt. Aspinall's decree means that when a film does use one of their songs, it is unique. I don't say memorable because, well, some filmmakers, in fact, I'd say a lot of filmmakers, just don't know what to do with the Beatles records. There was a film a couple of years ago, Dinner for Schmucks, that was able to secure a tune by the Beatles. Jay Roach, the director, who had made the studios an absolute fortune directing the Austin Powers and Meet the Parents franchise, wanted to use The Fool on the Hill for the opening credits. Somehow the Beatles estate agreed, for a fee of course, $1.5 million. Day after day, alone on a hill, the man with the foolish grin is keeping perfectly still. But nobody wants to know him, they can see that he's just a fool. Visually, the credits are nice, but for me, the choice of music added absolutely nothing to the film, except the budget. Now consider this. Robert Zemeckis is another incredibly successful filmmaker. He won an Oscar for Forrest Gump and he made the Back to the Future trilogy, as well as Castaway. His first film?
It's about a group of girls who are hell-bent on getting to see the Fab Four as they gave their first performance in America. And the soundtrack was wall-to-wall Beatles songs, real ones, by the band. I mean, the movie even took the title from one of the songs. I shudder to think how much was paid for the rights, but something tells me not that much. Why? Context. This was not a filmmaker who was trying to rifle through the Beatles songs just for the sake of it. The music was the reason for the story. Speaking of context, and indeed money, we heard the Beatles at the end of The Social Network. Clever, yes, but then when you think about it, a bit too literal. A very good use of their music was the opening credits to The World According to Garp. You see a blue sky and then a baby floating in slow motion about in the air. And then... When I get older, losing my hair Many years from now Will you still be sending me a valentine Birthday greetings, bottle of wine For all that, I think that this is still the best use of one of their recordings. See, I didn't even have to name the movie. Only strictly speaking, it's not one of theirs. They recorded it, but they didn't write it. So it doesn't really count. Okay, licensing fees aside, why is it so hard to use Beatles songs? How about this for a notion? Their best songs, and who wants to use anything other than the best, don't lend themselves to cinema. The music and lyrics paint pictures all on their own. I mean, how can you equal, let alone add to this? 